Klik. Welcome back. It's uh, another week has passed. Time goes so quick. So <coughs> our interest is not in the world of time. Our interest is in the timeless world of Krishna, um, where there is ever present. Um, still, it's like even in the spiritual world, there, there can be a beginning and end, and in that way, it seems a sequence of time, but nothing is controlled by time. Um, we're here, everything is controlled by time. In the spiritual world, time is just an, another stretchable thing that can be adjusted according to the needs of Ras, because whereas the material world is controlled by time, the spiritual world is controlled by Ras, by transcendental exchange. That's the essence of, of existence, really. Here in the material world, we're, we're coping with uh, the three modes of material nature, which are all influenced by time. And then on the way, we're trying to catch some Ras, but that's about it, you know. Uh, it's like, just a few stolen moments, little ras in between, but never enough. <sighs> yeah, so um, therefore, let's not waste our time. <laughs> so I'll read a little from the Nectar of Devotion, somehow or other. It's on the table. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, we're reading from the qualities of Sri Krishna, um, which should be chapter 20. No, 21. Is it? Yes, 21. Magnanimous. Any person who is very charitably disposed is called magnanimous. When Krishna was reigning over Dwarka, he was so magnanimous and charitably disposed that there was no limit to his charity. In fact, so great was his charity in Dwarka that even the spiritual kingdom, with all the opulence of Chintamani, Touchstone, Desire Trees, and Surabi cows, was surpassed. In the spiritual kingdom of Lord Krishna, uh, named Goloka Vindavan, there are Surabi cows which give unlimited quantities of milk. There are desire trees from which anyone can take all kinds of fruits, so much as he may desire. The land is made of touchstone, which, when touched to iron, will transform it into gold. In other words, Although in the spiritual kingdom, the abode of Krishna, everything is wonderfully opulent, still when Krishna was in Dwarka, his charity exceeded, exceeded the opulences of Koloka Vindavan. Wherever Krishna is present, the limited opulence of Koloka Vindavan is automatically present. It is also stated what, that while Lord Krishna was living in Dwarka, he expanded himself into 16 
1,108 forms in each and every expansion resided in a palace with a queen. Not only was Krishna happily living with his queens in those palaces, but he was given giving in charity from each palace an aggregate number of 13,054 cows completely decorated with uh, nice clothing and ornaments um, from each of Krishna's 16,108 palaces. These cows were given daily. This means that 13,000 times 13,054 multiplied by 16,108 cows were given in charity by Krishna every day. No one can estimate the value of such a large number of cows given in charity, but that was the system of Krishna's daily affairs while he was reigning in Dwarka. Om Jnana Timrandasya Gyanandana Salakaya Shakshurun Minitam Yena Tasmai Si Gurve Shri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Tadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Sri Gaurav Sri Uttapadakamalam Sri Gurun Vaisnamamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvitam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sivisakan Vitam Sja He Krishna Karuna Sindha Dinabana Jagat Pate Gupi Sagupi Kakanta Radha Kanta Namastate Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavane Swari Visabhanu Sutta Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpa Trubhyacha Kripa Sindhubhye Vacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaisnavibhyo Namo Namah Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda Sri Advaita Gadadara Shiva Sadikora Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare When Krishna is personally present then Krishna will show some extraordinary opulence. Just like um, when Krishna was personally present, even some of the demons got also special mercy. Right? 
we hear that whoever opposed Krishna Kuruksetra and died Kuruksetra, they all automatically went back to Godhead. But we see that some of, the, and we hear that the demons, when they are um, killed by Krishna, that they merge into the body of Krishna. But we see um, uh, that someone like 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 Putana. Um, that she uh, attained special mercy, aho bakiyam. Putana, she was uh, promoted to reside in Golok Vrindavan and become one of the datris, one of the many nurses that look after Krishna. Um, so uh, that's, that's amazing mercy. She uh, she was a nasty uh, nasty person, but somehow or other, Krishna overlooked that. So Putana is the emblem of Krishna overlooking faults, uh, which therefore Putana is highlighted. Yeah. Um, now I have to think, it only comes back word after word, little chikam, so you're, and then let's see if more words come. So somehow or other Putana, she, uh, she offered her milk to Krishna along with poison, and, uh, but Krishna overlooked the poison. So that is our hope that Krishna will overlook our 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 poison, our our contamination, our material contamination, um, and so that therefore we're praying to Krishna, and therefore Sila Rupa Goswami is uh, remembering that verse and how Putana got that special mercy. So when Krishna is present, then he manifests some special mercy as Putana got special mercy. But in the same way, he also manifests his city of Dwarka in the sea, his residence, and then it's even more opulent than Golok Vrindavan, you know, which is inconceivable. How is it possible? But it is possible because Krishna is unlimited and therefore anything is possible for Krishna. So that is the... Uh, Therefore, we are not surprised by Krishna's opulences. Um, but then, uh, more important, uh, more important than Krishna's power, than Krishna's amazing power, is is how Krishna just goes out of his way for his devotees, and that is the uh, most attractive feature. Uh, for us. <coughs> compassionate. A person who is unable to bear another's distress is called compassionate. Krishna's compassion for distressed person was exhibited when he released all the kings imprisoned by Magadendra. Uh, Magadendra, Magada is the kingdom of, uh, at the time, 
it was the kingdom of Jarasandha and it covered Bihar and a good portion of Bengal and even a little bit of, of Mithila, which is part of UP these days. So it was a big uh, kingdom. And so Magadendra, oh, uh, the king of the Magadha kingdom. While dying, Grandfather Bhishma prayed to Krishna and described him as as the sun which eradicated darkness. The kings imprisoned by Magadendra were put into dark cells and when Krishna appeared there, the darkness immediately disappeared, just as if the sun had risen. In other words, although Magadendra was able to imprison so many kings, upon the appearance of Krishna, they were all released. Krishna released the kings out of his sincere compassion for them. Krishna's compassion was also exhibited when Grandfather Bhishma was lying on the bed of arrows, which had been shot through his body. While lying in this position, Bhishma was very anxious to see Krishna, and thus Krishna appeared there. Upon seeing the pitiable condition of Bhishma, Krishna began speaking with tears in his eyes. Not only was he shedding tears, but he also forgot himself in, in his compassion. Therefore, instead of offering obeisances to Krishna directly, devotees offer obeisances to his compassionate nature. Actually, because Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, it is very difficult to approach him. But the devotees, taking advantage of his compassionate nature, which is represented by Radharani, always pray to Radharani for Krishna's compassion. <clears throat> so first we had all these kings who were imprisoned by uh, Jarasandha. And uh, Jarasandha was not just uh, imprisoning the kings, but he's also intending to offer them to a form of Mahabhairava, right? A ghastly form of Lord Shiva and perform human sacrifices. That's why he had the kings there. So uh, he had some uh, exciting plans to come. Uh, Krishna, however, delivered that those kings, right? And uh, important to note, right, is that uh, Krishna blessed the kings that they would stay as they were now, that they would keep that same mood of, uh, of dependence and humility. Because, you know, once you are king and back in your palace, then uh, all these things go in the background and you start to think, I am somebody. I am somebody, you know, important. What I think matters when you're in jail, it's like, you know, I'm in trouble and please help. Uh, we can see how the cells were in darkness and Krishna just lit up the whole thing just by his presence. So yes, immediately showing that he's not an ordinary person who is limited by the laws of material nature but showing that he is always transcendental. Mm. So um, <clears throat> focusing on Krishna is, uh, is our natural activity. Um, focusing on Krishna is what we really wish to, uh, to learn, to spend time with. It's difficult um, because we are so involved with the material energy 
that our minds are always, always influenced by the material energy. And we're always naturally checking out what is going on around us. And we always want to try to somehow or other um, adjust things in, in our environment. Mm. But we have to come to a point where we are simply um, letting go, uh, letting go and just focusing on Krishna. Now what to do? Should we just talk about Krishna all day and not care about uh, the preaching mission in this material world? No, um, that's not the case. So there is, um, Iskan Prabhupada used to say, just like Mother Yasoda was always looking after the welfare of Krishna and always praying for the welfare of Krishna. He said in the same way, I'm always looking for the welfare of Iskan. Right. Um, because that was his vehicle to bring Krishna consciousness into the world. So that should be there. But uh, time should be spent with Krishna. And we're not accustomed. We're not accustomed. So it is, it is difficult. After a while, our minds get, get restless or, and, and we'd rather do something for Krishna, right? Move some material energy for Krishna than uh, just, just talk about him and his qualities and so on. But yes, ultimately, um, do something for Krishna. Yes, we can. Um, we can serve Krishna. Um, we can try and make a, make a nice darsha. Uh, um, what you, we brought today, Giriraj here, and uh, the camera will maybe at one point also be able to zoom in on that, but um, I'm not in control of the camera. Uh, otherwise, I would do that. But uh, um, the point is, is that we do an elaborate puja and I'm sending pictures around um, and very much we, right? It's not me that's doing this puja. Mostly I'm just putting things on the table. <laughs> Everybody else is doing everything else. They're, they're bringing it all, right? They bring so many things, my God. And then there's like an army of men here early in the morning, you know, doing a huge cut up. There's an army of ladies dropping things off early in the morning and all throughout today and different things are delivered. And then, you know, in the morning, it's all kind of comes together. And then I just put it on the altar <laughs> and, then and then everyone goes like, wow, <laughs> you're such a good pujari. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's like, I have not much to do with it. Actually, I'm just a guy who puts it on the table. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a puja performed by many people. Um, and that is very nice that we all work hard to uh, some or other um, worship Krishna because that transforms the material world into the spiritual world. Um, 
we can sit and we can hear about the spiritual world and we can try to imagine it. Everything is made of touchstone and if iron touches it, it turns into gold. Uh, how's that work? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm reading how in the spiritual world there are bushes full of jewels. I mean, it must be intense, all these jewels, you know, you walk, I mean, leaves are soft, right? You walk into a bush, but it's hard jewels, you know, it's like, you might get cut, you know, just endless jewels. I mean, so you wonder how does that work? What kind of bushes are those? Not, not like soft, friendly bushes, right? I mean, jewels, you know, hard things. Anyway, so it's so difficult to understand what it's really like. Uh, what is it how does it really work in the spiritual world? It's, it's complicated. Um, there are these descriptions about uh, the milk, you know, like that's boiling over in, uh, in, in the uh, Damodar Leela. And then the milk is on the stove. And Krishna is on the lap of Mother Yasoda and, Mother Yas and is drinking the breast milk of Mother Yasoda. So some say that the milk boiled over because the milk was getting frustrated, <laughs> you know? I mean, he's drinking only breast milk. And <laughs> what about me, right? So the milk was getting upset and therefore the milk boiled over and made a mess. That is what some... Some are saying, you know, um, yeah, others are, are saying that um, the milk simply boiled over because uh, the milk wanted um, <coughs> Mother Yasoda to, to render that service. So uh, Mother Yasoda put Krishna down and, and started to attend to the milk. Krishna became very angry this time, although the milk was for him. So um, that is, uh, so that milk is not just milk, it's, it's conscious milk. Right? This milk has a, has a consciousness. The milk is getting frustrated. The milk is thinking, why am I not being drunk? So how does that all work? Right? And if apples are conscious, and if you bite in the apple, <laughs> then the apple says, ouch. <laughs> so it raises difficult questions, difficult questions. So questions that are really not answerable yeah, at this stage for, for me, unless we are uh, able to, uh, to, uh, to fully enter into the spiritual world. So how it exactly all works out, that we don't know, that we just leave uh, for the time when we, uh, when we arrive in the spiritual world. But it is important that we spend some time directly with Krishna, directly hearing about Krishna, directly chanting the name of Krishna, directly worshiping Krishna, serving Krishna, and not uh, constantly dealing with the material energy for Krishna. I'm building this house for Krishna. 
Uh, yeah, but it's like, okay, otherwise it's, you're just doing, or you're doing construction. Yeah, no, it's transcendental. I stand there with a yellow helmet on and with my drill and whatever. Yeah, I'm um, involved in the, in the material uh, world, but engaging all the material energy in the service of Krishna. But Prasila Prabhupada speaks about <clears throat> the material energy and says that by nature, the material energy is perplexing. Right? That means if you work with the material energy, you're going you're gonna to find some surprises. Right? I mean, the unforeseen is going to happen. Murphy's Law, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. Right? And, and so on. Um, Sometimes it's really uh, amazing the things that, that happen, you know. Uh, stories about some guy celebrating and shooting a bullet in the air and it comes back down and kills them. <laughs> I shot it up perfectly straight. I mean, things like that, you say, this is no longer, uh, you know, going on by chance. Right? This is by an arrangement. But the material energy is perplexing. We just never know what will happen. So trying to engage the material energy in the service of Krishna is always troublesome. There's always frustration. You know, to a degree it's working and to a degree it's not working. It's not working. And then we can make the whole list of what's not working. And then we can try to analyze why is it not working? How can we fix it? And so on. That's, that's what happens when we get involved with the material energy. Um, so to just leave that and simply spend our time with Krishna, um, that's the core of this, that's the substance of this movement. Um, of course, we are part of the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya, and we have a mission to spread Krishna consciousness. But, you know, it's not only preach, 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 preach in every town and village, and, uh, and then forget to get absorbed ourselves. Yeah. So the preaching in every town and village, yes, must be there, but our own absorption must also be there. So let's, uh, let's carry on and see what else uh, we can, uh, can read. Shy. A person who sometimes exhibits humility and bashfulness is called shy. As described in the Lalita Madhava, Krishna's shyness was manifested when he lifted Govardhan Hill by the little finger of his left hand. All of the gopis were observing Krishna's wonderful achievement, and Krishna was also smiling at seeing the gopis. When Krishna's gland went over the breasts of the gopis, his hand began to shake. And upon seeing his hand shake, all of the coward men underneath the hill became a little disturbed. Then there was a tumultuous roaring sound, and they all began to pray to Krishna for safety. At this time, Lord Balaram was smiling, thinking that these coward men had become frightened by the shaking of Govardhan Hill. But seeing Balaram smile, Krishna thought that Balaram had understood his mind in observing the breasts of the gopis, and he immediately became bashful. 
Yeah, so even the supreme personality of Godhead is shy, right? That, that, that's like, uh, what to say? He is... Uh, Because loving exchanges are confidential, right? They're naturally confidential. The exchanges between two lovers creates a level of intimacy, right? Which cannot be had with everybody. It's not possible. Therefore, uh, it is naturally confidential. Uh, there is a level of mutual understanding and and trust and sharing and, and an experience uh, that the love of one is increasing the love of the other, which um, is unique to that relationship. Uh, therefore, the nature of the love between Radha and Krishna is confidential. Although the gopis are so exalted that they, up to a large extent, are following intimately what is going on, but even then, uh, even then, no one can follow the loving exchanges between Radha and Krishna. Yes, so therefore, because of the confidential nature of love, shyness is also there. Huh? Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. The spiritual world is much more refined than the material world. Um, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, there is a description of the, uh, um, oh, come on, um, when, when Lakshmi Devi is getting, uh, in Dwarka, is getting upset with Lord Jagannath uh, because he is not returning. He has gone and has gone to the Kundicha temple where the Vindavan gardens are and he was supposed to return and he doesn't. So after, I think it's three days or so, she comes and she has an, uh, an army of maidservants and, and she attacks all the servants of Lord Jagannath with sticks uh, and arrests them and beats them and make them bow down before Lakshmi. And it's a whole thing. Uh, and just to show uh, Jagannath that such a thing is not tolerated. Mm. <laughs> then in that chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, we find... Um, emotions explained, you know, like there's an endless description of, of ecstatic emotions and it's full of, uh, of mixed feelings, right? how uh, there's love, but at the same time there's envy also, and there's anger and it's all mixing, right? So, and then all the mixes are described of sentiments. And when you read that, you know, then you appreciate that we here are, are gross. We don't have all these sentiments, you know. 
Uh, do you like it? Yes. You don't like it? No. <laughs> it's sort of on or off. And, you know, how much more is there in us? So the, the refinement of emotional experience and the mixing of all kinds of emotions are, are like uh, practically beyond our imagination. Yeah. And that chapter about Hero Panchami really gets into that. It's very interesting. So yes, we are looking at the uh, spiritual reality and we are just uh, appreciating that it's beyond, uh, beyond our capacity to, uh, to grasp what is what is really there is beyond um, therefore after a while we come back to uh, to this domain where we live now to you know and to uh, well here we're caught right we're caught in a network of activities that are directly related to the material energy and that are not directly related to Krishna. So many things, you know, just, just, uh, you, have a, you have a house, where do you get the money to pay for it, then you have to look after it, uh, something breaks, it has to get fixed, that means constant, constant care for the material, um, you know, money comes only from energy. We have to give our energy to get money. It doesn't just come without anything. It just, it's always the result of something, some, some, some energy. Uh, so all that energy that goes to maintain our material situation. And then Krishna is, try to bring Krishna in the middle of it. That's a big struggle. Because uh, we find that too much time goes into the material. And that's why you usually get the questions, you know, like standard questions. How can you be Krishna conscious when you are working in this world? How can you find the balance between Krishna consciousness and having a job? And all these kind of material questions. And the truth is, I don't know if there is a balance. <laughs> I don't know if there really is a great balance. I doubt that, you know. I don't believe it, that anybody has it, has it worked out, the perfect formula, and now it's all wonderful. Uh, we just found the right balance between the material arrangements and all the energy we've got to put in that and our Krishna consciousness. No, it's a fight. It's a battle to somehow or other be Krishna conscious. It never comes so easy. Um, it's like Burijan Prabhu once explained this balance, like he said, it's like riding a bicycle. So it's balanced emotion. Yeah, you have to balance a little this way, balance a little that way. It's not in a fixed point. So that is, is nice because we are looking at a dynamic process to keep things in balance. Sometimes we put some extra energy on the spiritual side. Sometimes, well, what to do, you know? I guess 
uh, at one point you got to clean your room, you know? <laughs> I mean, when the spiders start to <laughs> make their web on your pillow, <laughs> it finally came down from the ceiling and reached your pillow, and then possibly the time has come. Right? You know, they say, well, guess what? Today, believe it or not, I'm going to clean the room. I mean, just to make some jokes about the uh, working with the material energy and how the material energy will force us. So that is the material world. We're forced. We're always forced. And then you look at your life and think, okay, is this it? And time moves along and you go like, well, God, I had imagined it a little more exciting. I thought it would be more fun. No. <laughs> it's not going to be any more fun. It's just going to carry on. The rut. And it's just... Uh, it's just going to gradually gain weight and uh, <laughs> turn gray and wrinkled. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, what to do? What to do? Um, we pull back um, to spend time directly with Krishna. That is our chanting. If you look at Haridas Thakur, that's all he did. Eh? Just time spent directly with Krishna. If you look at the brother of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who took sannyas when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was still a child. He would always, when he was at home, he was always in the temple room. And when he was not at home, he was listening to Bhagavatam from Advaita Chai. That was it. He's just absorbed in 24 hours a day, basically. And so his father was getting worried and thought, let me get him married before he gets too renounced. And that's when he ran away and took sannyas. Um, so let us make the effort to spend time with Krishna directly and not just move the material energy for Krishna. That's, that's there. Um, we have service in this preaching movement. And for that, we have to move material energy. But beyond that, we also have to take time to just chant Hare Krishna. Uh, I remember one of our, um, of our big leaders, uh, big international leader of the past, he would uh, be in India and uh, there was all, the electricity was always going out. So he had these big batteries, like I also have here in this cupboard. If you look inside, there's some big batteries inside. <laughs> a truck would be proud of it. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of them. And, uh, and they power the, the house if there's no electricity. So he would go. I burned out another battery last night, you know, <laughs> all night. And then one time I invited him to come to Vrindavan. He said, Vrindavan, Vrindavan? What do you do in Vrindavan? What do you do in Vrindavan? He said, I have no service in Vrindavan. Yeah, but 
sometimes in Vindavan we have to come, forget who we are, right? Forget all the designations that we have. Yes, and just be here in front of Krishna, which means we are nobody special in front of Krishna. Right? What, what do we have? What do we have to offer Krishna for real? If we strip ourselves of all the externals, I am Swami, you know, Swami, no, clip, doesn't matter. No external days. Okay. Well, I am uh, from a aristocratic family. Flip. You know. I got money in the bank. <laughs> Good. Clip. <laughs> we take it all away. All these things, and then and then we go before Krishna, spirit soul. Yes, eternal servant of Krishna. Well, how close are we to uh, what? Have we, what service are we doing? How much are we doing? So Vrindavan is for that. Service to Krishna, nothing like, nothing else. Um, but not only Vrindavan, uh, our free time is for that. Yeah. It's like I saw some devotees, they would uh, work hard in service for Krishna and then in free time go watch a movie. Yeah. You know, that's the mundane lifestyle. That's not really what we do. In our free time, we do some serious kirtan. Right? That's it. Or we go discuss some Bhagavatam. That's not. Our free time is with Krishna. It's not like, okay, okay, it doesn't mean yuktahara, yuktavihara. It says that uh, there is yuktavihara. There's also relaxation, you know. So you can sometimes uh, go for a swim or something like that. That's, that's okay. But uh, it's not that that's where we get our energy. That's, that's material life. You work like a dog five days a week, and then you got the weekend, you know. And, then, uh, you know, and like, ah, I got all the... All the good energy again, ready for another week. Okay, knock him dead, you know. <laughs> no, um, it's we're not meant to get our energy from from those things. We're meant to get our energy from from hearing and chanting and um, turning to Krishna. Well, those are things that are on my mind. Um, now I've almost used up an hour of time. We're going to have a little pause and the Swami is going to disappear from the screen for a moment and someone can uh, chant oh, and be happy at your turn. I mean, take the thing and sing. There is also... Recording stopped. Uh, why are you recording? <laughs> no, we want to carry on. I will sing. We want to, it should be recorded. He sings very nice. We're going on strike. Okay, we're on strike. Well, we refuse. I will not go to the toilet at the Krishna, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. 
Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Rama
Vegas. So. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm almost in the screen. Yep. Yeah, I'm there. Okay, so uh, time for your comments and questions, and uh, as you desire. Can be here from the floor. Okay, from the floor. Yeah. Okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj. I have a question. I know that it's through service that um, the connection with your disciples goes more internal and deepens. And I guess Krishna allows your presence to grow in our heart. So I was wondering when we serve in separation, is that something that as your presence grows in our heart, Krishna knows, or are you also aware of like in that interaction when it's in separation? Um, <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> um, reminds me a little bit of the phone call I got from a devotee, uh, from a disciple once who said, are you the external manifestation of the super soul? <laughs> and I knew there was something wrong. <laughs> And then he said, and I said, well, what do the scriptures say? And I said, scriptures say so. Right? He says, then you should have known what was in my heart. Right? I should know everything, every, every single thought he has, every feeling he has. I should know, otherwise I'm not the external manifestation of the super soul. I said, are you sure that that's the right explanation of what is written there in the Shastra? Um, so I will know whatever Krishna reveals to me. You know, Krishna is all-pervading. Krishna knows everything, everything about everything. I'm, I'm not, and I also don't want to know everything about everything. <laughs> Please, you know, I don't want to know what everyone is thinking. Uh, I just want to, uh, but Krishna, whatever the spiritual master needs to know, Krishna will, will reveal. And, um, you know, sometimes you haven't seen someone for a long time. And because we're in this world, and uh, we have bodies and material senses and how much how much interaction can you have with how many people so i didn't some of you i didn't speak to yesterday i didn't speak to the day before yesterday i didn't speak to you last week i didn't speak to you last month i i didn't answer your last three three messages you know what i mean possible could all all happen because I get too many messages and sometimes I'm not well or sometimes this or that and then I'm not even looking at, the, at this horrible phone. Yeah, God, what a monster it is. Um, but the point is that um, when we meet, then everything is revealed, you know. <coughs> you just look at someone's face and you can see what they've done for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> so 
also like that, yeah. But you can see, no? And the same, you know, you haven't seen someone, but you can see, you know, if the if the relationship is open or and, and or if there's something hidden, something going on, you know, you catch it immediately. You don't have to be a, a you don't have to be a mystic yogi, you know. Anybody can catch. Um, ladies are also very good in catching their husbands when the when they don't get the full attention. <laughs> they immediately catch them and like you know, what's what's going on? <laughs> Something is not right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the point is, whatever the spiritual master needs to know, Krishna will reveal. And also for us, you know, like whatever, whatever mercy, whatever guidance we need on the way, Krishna will arrange it. We have a spiritual master and still we also have our own independence and we're also uh, responsible for our own life. Isn't it? Spiritual Master is adding a very important dimension. We're offering everything to him, but still we have to live our own life, fly our own plane. Yeah. Uh, Krishna will arrange everything. All we need will be provided. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> You have more to say on that. Just this, would yeah. the same answer apply if uh, you're here physically versus once you go to the spiritual same, world? And... Same, same answer. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. On the screen is Gokula with a Christmas hat on. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you now? I'm in Mexico. You're in Mexico. Muy bien. Yeah, I'm in Guadalajara. Ah, this is where Gu I am. Guadalajara. Oh, muy bien. Very good. <laughs> you went back to Mexico. Yeah, I've been here for since April now. Oh, wow. Bye-bye, South Africa. <laughs> yeah. My husband is here in Mexico, so... You know, we, we came back. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. I've I been working uh, as a school teacher. I'm a fourth grade teacher, English teacher. Yeah, good. And I haven't been on the WhatsApp, on the Zoom, on the Zoom meetings for, yeah, I, I, from, I, I... from August. Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> 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 then yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the first time I'm connecting since okay. August wow yeah well yeah you, there's a, they're, they're on YouTube you can still see them later also yeah. So, yeah yeah it's not in Mexico you it's a big time difference now right because yeah what time is it over there 
it, the Zoom meeting started at 3.30 in the morning. So 3.30 3 in the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. started at 3 in the yeah. afternoon, see, so. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so you got, that's why you were a little late. <laughs> yeah, that's Fair why enough. I was a little bit late. Fair enough, you know. I would, I would, I would have been a little late myself. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know that they have moved from Saturday. I, I, I still thought. Yeah, I moved it because of the all the. I'm in a different time zone now. So we moved it and tried to make a time zone that everybody can sort of be there, but it is a little early for Mexico, yeah, I must say. So it's great that you made it, really appreciate it. Now I'm going to start uh, making it now, now, now that it's on Saturday. Ah. But it's good to see you, Maharaj. Yes. Um, it's you look you look fantastic. Oh yeah. I'm great. Never been better in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything's it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you you look you look great. Thanks. <laughs> you too, I like the hat. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> what to do? She's from Soweto originally. And she moved to uh, to Mexico. Yeah. Very nice. Hare Krishna, Okay, Hare Krishna, see you next time. Ayana. Haribo, Marsh. Yeah, Haribo, Ayana. How's it going? <laughs> oh, yeah, not bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Good, man. So... Maharaj, my question is, uh, how does one maintain their sincerity in their practice? So how do we uh, always constantly try to uh, reaffirm our affirmation in sincerity? So how do we remain sincere? How do we remain sincere in our, in our endeavors? Yeah. Um, that's a tough question. I think that, uh, to be honest, I think every day we get caught out many times a day where we know we should have done a little better. Eh? I mean, it happens to all of us all the time that we feel, well, I, mm, I should have done that better. Mm, that Gayatri wasn't, uh, <laughs> wasn't really so good. Mm, uh, maybe I should turn a few extra rounds because there are a few that were really like uh, uh, murmuring like the kitchen sink. And... Uh, <coughs> Right, so like this, we catch ourselves many times a day, and we know it very well when we could have done better. I think those signals one should not ignore, right? I think we should respond to that. When we notice that we could have done better, then we should make an endeavor. And that's where the sincerity is, uh, is rising to the fore. 
So it's about reaching out to it again and again, you know, like sincerity is not here we are, I'm so sincere, 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 and so sincere, we are so sincere. It's not like this, not quite. It's more like we're not so sincere, we catch ourselves and then we try to correct it and by doing so we gain some some sincerity. Then Krishna sees, okay, you're trying. It's 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 not perfect, but you're trying. And then he'll reciprocate with that. That's what I think. What do you think about that? No, it's a good answer, Marash, and uh yeah, it's something uh, I struggle with and most devotees struggle with daily. It's just, you know, trying to remain sincere and, uh, you know, taking it day by day. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, same here, Baba. <laughs> I'm also taking it day by day. <laughs> hour by hour, minute by minute, you yeah. mm, know. What to do? It's like that? No. Okay, Sumati. I have a question uh, where like when we read your books or even uh, Bhagavatam or Radha uh, Krishna confidential pastimes are mentioned um, we know as you just mentioned uh, even today they are very very mature very very uh, we know they are transcendental uh, not nothing like material um, lusty uh, anything that's mentioned there but somehow, like, since I'm not pure at that conscious yet, so so I, I still know that, but how can we consciously stop not thinking, you know, materially, uh, any such pastimes? Yes, you are right. That is the biggest difficulty, right? Because, you know, Srila Prabhupada describes the, uh, the Dr. Frog philosophy and how the, the frog from his well was trying to imagine the Atlantic Ocean and he just couldn't. Right? It wasn't possible uh, because he had never seen so much water, he couldn't imagine it. And in the same way, um, we, we only have our material experience. How can we understand pure love? We cannot. So therefore, when we read about such things, um, we read it carefully, thoughtfully, and try our best to understand it. And at the same time, we also know this is not my full-time reading, you know. This is uh, sometimes, but if I read this all the time, it's over my head, actually. And... You know, uh, Bhagavad Gita, you know, makes a lot of sense, actually, right? When we read the Gita, it reminds us of, of back to basics. You know, you're not this body, eternal spirit, soul, eternal servant of Krishna. Three modes of material nature are working on us. Um, we need to watch it, how these three modes are working on us. And now we are in the boat of transcendental knowledge, but that boat is still rocking by the, by the waves of the three modes. So although we are, are in spiritual life, we're still very much influenced by the three modes. Although we're protected in the boat of transcendental knowledge, if we take shelter. So gradually we'll come to better waters. Right now, 
is in we may be in the transcendental boat but we're on rough waters <laughs> where the modes of material nature are rocking our boat we hope that in due course of time we'll come in better waters then it will be easy and we come more to goodness then maybe we can penetrate deeper in these high transcendental topics thank you so much Kermanesh. makes perfect sense thank you okay anyone here Rup Kishore. Our Thank friendly you. dental surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wanted to ask Maharaj yes, uh, yes, we have our personal time with Krishna, which is important, but. Uh, uh, in material world, it, it becomes like, you know, to get that personal time out from all the difficult situations that we are dealing, uh, it, it gets exhausting, Maharaj. And it's, it's not always easy. I, I fully understand. That's why I took sannyas. <laughs> 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 I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Uh, I said I cannot take sannyas. Why? <laughs> Still purification is left, Maharaj. Huh? Still a lot of purification is left. Achha. <laughs> the... Yeah. What to do? <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? Okay, yeah. Sanjay. Mm, in one class, <coughs> in one class recently, we heard how um, there. How, how the um, Sankirtan of Lord Chaitanya is not different from Rasa Lila. So, okay. And in one class you heard that? It was explained specifically about the uh, um, Kirtan and Shiva Sangam. Okay. And then I heard that statement a few times over the years. And so yeah. how how is that? How is it that we enter the spiritual dimension by engaging in seemingly external activities? Um, so the uh, activity of Sankirtan uh, being non-different from the Ras Lila. Um, the essence of Sankirtan is to increase the glorification of, of Krishna and for the pleasure of Krishna. Um, not only to glorify Krishna, but to glorify Krishna with love. Krishna is not like a person who is very proud and goes like, oh, they're chanting my name. Oh, oh gosh. And with love. Oh. No, this Krishna is, is just seeing that there is genuine love, and it melts his heart, right? So it's increasing love, 
So real Sankirtan is meant to increase love. So the Ras Lila is doing the same. It's, it's an exchange, a loving exchange. Um, the uh, gopis are trying to satisfy Krishna. Krishna is trying to satisfy the gopis. Right? Krishna is simply joining in the Ras Lila to make the gopis happy. Yeah? He himself is not attracted to uh, to the external sides of things. He, he, he wants to make them happy. Then that makes him happy. When they, their happiness is like really... It's all about increasing love. So in this way, Sankirtan and, and Ras Lila are, are the same. Um, naturally, Ras Lila is, always, is also always increasing. Just It's not static. It's not that <clears throat> there are a certain number of, uh, of, of jivas. They have become gopis and a few uh, of Shakti Tattva and, and they are enjoying the Ras Lila. And the rest, uh, sorry, you know, it's eternally the same. No, there's always new, new gopis entering into the, the Ras Lila. Same in the Sankirtan movement. There's always new new people entering into the Sangatam. So the purpose is to increase the transcendental loving experience. That way it's the same. Okay, I'll go to Satcharani on online. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, I do I have a speaker actually. Um, Sometimes we may have a service or we may Sankta be in the community. Can you get the, the wireless speaker from my bed somewhere, table? Wireless speaker. Yes, go ahead. Um, so I was just, I've been thinking lately, sometimes we, we may have a, a particular service where to some degree we, we're sort of responsible for uh, you know, safeguarding a certain standard in, in worship or, or a temple standard or something like that. So I was, I was wondering, um, how responsible do we have to be for these things uh, according to our service and, and also just according to our capacity? Because sometimes it, it feels a bit much to have to deal with. And then I also wanted to ask if there's also reaction involved in uh, in possibly rectifying something that involves people or something or devotees i mean you, you do it i don't know pc i know only only uh, i don't know pc i i know only apple <laughs> it's so long ago since i used a pc and i forgot Where's the Bluetooth? One second, Satcharani. Go to the Bluetooth and we just have a one moment of connecting a speaker. It's, I'm going to answer your question. God, what's complicated on a computer? Okay. Okay, Haribo. Can you speak 
For a sec. Testing. No. Speaker is fine. It's not the speaker. It's something here. There's Carol Ellen. Let's turn on. Okay, okay. It's turn it. Turn, turn it off. It's not my phone. It's the iPad on the bed. You're, I think you're the one who understands. It's the same opening code as the as the one that you're using. God, it is so. Okay, we're, we're going to answer your question while we are working on technology. Um, so how responsible should we be? Um, let's say it like this. Um, you're working for a boss and you don't like the boss uh, at all, but he pays you good money. How responsible should you be when you're looking after things, right? Well, I think if for such a boss, you would, give it, you would not give it everything. You would just do enough to get the money. But now, you know, you're working for, uh, for uh, well, the, the King of England, you know, oh, his, his majesty, you know. <laughs> You'd have to do a little better, right? But, you know, imagine you're working for the ultimate, the ultimate, the topmost, the best, the very best personality that in, in existence, Sri Krishna. How much responsible should we be? I mean, as much we should give it our everything. Okay. And then we're talking about balance. And then we're talking about our own incapacity. I am just a hopeless, but you know, a hopeless case and I can't do no nothing right. But Krishna accept me anyway. And you know, something like that. Uh, maybe. Um, so if, if we can, if we are lame, blind, dumb, deaf, and so on, yeah, you know, then we take responsibility as a, as a lame, dumb, blind, deaf person and make the best of a bad bargain. But we should do as good as we can. It's for Krishna. Could, yeah, give it the best we have. Maybe then we can attract him. And then maybe miracles will happen. I would give it the best you can. Okay, Vasant Panchami. I'm now thinking of Vasant Panchami because Vasant Panchami is the first day of spring and we are freezing in Vrindavan. So your name is very much on my mind. I, I'm waiting for Vasant Panchami. Not working. Huh? I, had, I had somebody contact me. Oh, they, are we waiting for the connection? You had somebody contact you? Yes, I had somebody contact me. Um, he's a young man. He's about 18. Um, I don't know him personally, but he was uh, somehow very inspired by you. Uh -huh. And he indicated that he wanted to take shelter. And I indicated to him, as far as I knew, I mean, that you're probably not giving um, yeah. initiation. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not inclined now to, to accept new people that I don't know. Yeah. Yes, good. So I was just wondering, how can I keep him inspired and what kind of answer could uh, I mean, I, I will be very, you know, take Siksha from Kadamba Kanana Swami and, uh, yeah. and, and take the full inspiration. Uh, you can associate, you can write to him, you can do many things, but ultimately... Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, they're doing something technical and I have to close my eyes, otherwise I cannot speak. <laughs> um, so I think a boy like that, I'm certainly welcome to, to I'm certainly welcome him and I'm ready to uh, give him some attention, some instruction, um, but it doesn't, but I cannot offer so much, you know, to a new person uh, in terms of a long-term support. So it doesn't seem wise to look at me like an initiating spiritual master now. Look at me as a, as a Siksha guru. Yes, I, I did suggest to him something along those lines, and I suggested that Stupid he come to Vrindavan. <laughs> Yes, that was the proper answer. But, you know, you can give him my contact details and then I'll, I'll uh, yes. respond. Yes, Guru Raj. So, um, is it okay if he jo joins the Zooms? Or... What's he saying? Is it okay if he joins the Zooms? Yes, it's, it's, he's welcome. You know, you can bring people to the Zoom, not uh, the whole zoo, but, <laughs> 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 but you know, yes. welcome to bring people to the Zoom. Okay. Yeah. So, just I wanted to keep him inspired so that you can. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. I, I am. With you. Let's do it together. Let's make him inspired. I don't know. Yeah. It works everywhere. It's it's a it's a computer. Why are we using a PC? When I have an apple there on the table. Why would we use some backward PC, you know? <laughs> no, it's the cheapo. If you have no money, you buy a Lenovo. <laughs> What's he saying? Yeah, that's okay. Marashi likes to go cheap on computer. <laughs> With Maharaj, it's not about having no money, it's about being renounced. <laughs> no. no, Mac won the race, let's be frank. Yeah, it's a better machine, you know. Sorry. Yeah, everybody, every professional knows it. <laughs> anyway. Um, so for Sanbanchami, please encourage the boy and you can give him my uh, my contact details and invite him for the Zoom. Okay, anybody else? Yes. Water. I'd like to ask Just one minute, someone is speaking here also. Speak. What's the extent of blessings of the spiritual master when we have it i can't get it what is the extent of blessings of spiritual master when we have it other, other, How so do other spiritual master. 
Get as get as many blessings as you can from from every Vaishnava. No, no, no. No, my question was, when do we have the it? way you speak in the mic? I can hold it away from your mouth. Okay, better. Yeah. Yeah. So when do when do we know that we have blessings of our spiritual master, and when we don't have it? You know, what's the extent? <coughs> Just try to get them. Don't try to think. Did I get them? Did I not get them? Just be in a mood of, of, of from day to day, try to get the blessings of the spiritual master and of all the spiritual masters. Then we have them. You understand? But if we stop and we think, did I get the blessings or did I not get the blessings? I don't really feel it. Yeah. And, I mean, then did I get them or did I not get them? Are you supposed to feel it? Are you not supposed to feel it? All those kind of questions are, are not going to, to work. Um, we just try to... Um, to fulfill the desires of the spiritual master and get his blessings. And then over time, material desires will diminish, Prabhupada said. That's the ultimate, uh, ultimate barometer, that our material desires start to diminish and our attachment to Krishna and service starts to grow. But that comes over time. So let's just think, how can I get blessings? Well, today he brought an outfit for uh, Sadbuch, and he's wearing it. So everyone can, before they go, see, and you get the blessings for that. And you've already brought so many things for Sadbuch, so you get blessings. Especially Sadbuch. You have a thing with Sadbuch, isn't it? <laughs> Seems to be. She yeah. always brings things for Sadbuch. <laughs> And Prema Mani made a nice arch that is behind uh, Giriraj. And then Sneha Bhakti made the backdrop that is now uh, on the altar. And the lights in the back I got from Tadiya <laughs> and Bhargava <laughs> and Sobamai. I'm not sure. Anyway, from the whole family. Sadbuch I also got from Bhargava. <laughs> <laughs> he also gets blessings. And he comes to serve every day. Yeah. So let's try to get blessings. I never think, did I get the blessings of my spiritual master? I always think, what can I do to get his blessings? Yeah. It's okay, I repeat the question, is my where does the mentality come from that I think I have the blessings? And where does the mentality come Where does the mentality come from that we think I have the blessings? And part two? And where does the mentality come from to think that I need the blessings? And where does the mentality come from to think that I need the blessings? Um May I ask the May I ent, uh, answer the the second part first? Uh, yeah, I think the mentality that I need the blessings comes after Prabhavas Tavat Abodhajato Nayigasita Atmatatvam. After we have realized that we have failed in the material world, right? And that actually there is no real happiness there, and we know that 
we got to get out of here. At that stage, we, we start to get ready for, you know, the need to get blessings from superior spiritual personalities. And then as far as uh, getting the blessings of the Vaishnavas, yes, you know, we are swimming in an ocean of blessings. Yeah. It's here like we're surrounded by blessings. You know? We just, just, Lord Chaitanya says, if you see someone who has tilak on, you're blessed. Right? We take prasadam, we get blessed, you know. Right? We, 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 how much kirtan do we hear every day? Something. We are blessed. Right? Even if it's only a few minutes and so on, service. So blessing after blessing after blessing. Um, so at one point we become aware, we become conscious of that. We know that we are surrounded by blessings. So, uh, because we get knowledge, we know what the blessings are. So by then we know I am blessed. Like Bhakti Tirtamaraj who said, blessed by the best. Right? He knew he was blessed by Prabhupada, blessed by the best. Right? And, and his followers. Where do you find better? Right. So like that, we, we are all blessed by the best. Yeah. Okay, I'm going now to Sailavasini, who is who was here last week, but is now back in where? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Where are you now? Mauritius. You're back in Mauritius. Mauritius. Today I reached Mauritius. You reached Mauritius today? Yes, I was in Mumbai for yeah. four or five days. Okay, so what's your question? Guru Maharaj, when we are in Vrindavan, in Dham, every time, each moment we are listening the sound and the uh, Krishna's name, and anyway, but when we are in Mauritius or any other word, not in the harm, how to maintain that feeling or that bhav of bhakti, which is a more a strong Vrindavan, and but in material world, you don't get the sound, you get materialistic sounds more. So how to maintain that enthusiasm, that bhakti, that bhav in your heart when you are mm. not there? Yeah. You know, sometimes it's hard to be in Vrindavan and to uh, connect with Krishna here also. Because we feel that, you know, that in Vrindavan there's so much Krishna conscious, but sometimes we wonder, do I really fit here? Um, so it's also not so easy to, to just connect with Vrindavan, but we get some mercy while we are here. And there is definitely special mercy in Vrindavan. But there is special mercy everywhere. There's also special mercy in Mauritius. Um, in Mauritius, you have, a, have uh, yeah, there may be a lot of mundane sounds, right? And in Vrindavan, there may be just everywhere so many temples and, you know, more things are centered more around Krishna. But there are many devotees. Prabhupada's movement is there, and Prabhupada's movement has spread. There are so many devotees, they're coming together, they do so many programs. I mean, I think Mauritius is a fun place, if you ask me, you know, because whenever I go to Mauritius, I'm asking, uh, I've, I ask them, you know, when is Ratiatra? 
and they say, when are you coming to Mauritius? <laughs> <laughs> and they say, that's when there's Ratiatra. <laughs> so I like that, you know, it's like in, they, 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 when I come, they have a Ratiatra. <laughs> and uh, we have lots of Kirtan. So uh, I had a good time there. And I will uh, surely uh, always think of Mauritius like a nice place where we can, uh, yeah, where we can do many, many things like that. Yeah. So plug in with the devotees, you know, go find them. And if you can't find them, it, cook a big feast <laughs> and invite them to your house. Okay. Somehow or other, make... When we're with the devotees, ye dinner, griete bhajana deki, griete golokapaya. That day when in the house there was uh, the worship of the Lord, Golok was manifest. Let's have let's have kirtan all over Mauritius and Prasadam. I think a little, yes. little, little Bhagavad Kata and everything will be the spiritual world. Thank you. Yes, understood. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Krishna Kirtan, what's up? <laughs> you got your new, uh, your new boy there. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. March, we're flying tomorrow. You're flying tomorrow. Yeah, we're all coming. We wanted to bring the new one. Yeah. To see you. Thank um, you. So, well, when arriving on the 26th, and my question is a practical one, um, are you doing Parikrama on the 26th? Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to gonna sit on the Goshala land and just do Kirtan and Q&A. Because at the moment, the fog has come and there's many cold mornings and it's a little... So it's an effort to go out there. So we're just going to sit on the Goshal land in the sun, start at 11. Everyone can have breakfast peacefully and go till 1.30 and then everyone can leave and go for lunch. So Starting at 11 o'clock. From 11 till 1.30. And Jai Dvaita March is on board with that, he said. And, and Marge, what's the fog like? Because we land at What's the fog like? Lots of fog, Baba. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Too much fog, too much. Best not to travel. Huh? Uh, best not for us to get a taxi at 4 a.m. Just wait. Uh, just see. Oftentimes, 4 a.m. is still okay, and the fog comes in a little later. Yeah, 4 a.m. is actually a good time. It's before the fog. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. We'll see you then. Alrighty. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Yeah. Hare Krishna Maharaj. So uh, it is stated that pure devotional service is rarely achieved. So, and today you said that actually we really don't have nothing to offer to Krishna. So how, <laughs> where is that, there a hope? <laughs> hopeless. It's hopeless. Um, what, is it, what are we going to do? Um, well, because Srila Prabhupada, he organized this movement. 
And because he organized it, whatever activity is going on in this movement is powerful, substantial service. So if we partake in it, and that can be uh, in sadhana or in preaching or whatever, but if we partake in it, in this movement and in, in Prabhupada's program, then our service is potent and we get, uh, and we get a lot of benefit from it. And that's our saving grace. Otherwise, uh, we are, are, are not so great, no? How sincere are we like that? And how good do we chant? And how much do we read? Uh, and so on and so on. Yeah. But it accumulates over time, all that service. And then there's mercy. It's a lot of mercy. Prabhupada, Lord Chaitanya. That's a big, uh, puts a lot of weight in the scale, the mercy. So this is what we are, what it's about, the mercy. And then we try to do the best we can. Okay, Anasuya. <coughs> Um, I had a question about Shamati Radharani. Okay. Um, I was like the analogy is often given about incarnations of Krishna that it's like a candle and then the flames are, are like the incarnation. I was wondering how to explain to someone who Shamati Radharani is in that regard. Um, <clears throat> there are many incarnations from that expand from Krishna. And they're like one candle being lit from another candle. Shimata Radharani is the, uh, is the energy of Krishna. And uh, there are different energies of Krishna. Um, and she is the Ladini Shakti, the pleasure potency. So as such, and... And she takes the form, and she has a personal form, but she is the, um, the pleasure potency, that which can bring pleasure to Krishna. So she controls all the things that bring pleasure to Krishna. They all expand from her, and they're all under her direction. And she's the ultimate source of all pleasure. And that's... that's uh, that's uh, Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikritiya Ladini Shakti Rasmat. That's Radharani. Yeah. Okay. Thank uh, you. We. Radharaman. Hare Krishna. Uh, the question is from Radha Priya. Hare Krishna Maharaj. How are you? Good, thank yes, you. Sir. Can you hear me? Just, can we can hear you. you. I just a, wanted to uh, like uh, Dhritarasht and Sanjay and Arjuna. Like what pious deed Dhritarasht has done? Like uh, when Krishna was saying Bhagavad Gita, he heard by a Sanjay. So has he done something good? Like 
Yeah, of course, you know, Dhritarashtra took his birth in a very pious family. Uh, I mean, obviously, the Kurus were in itself a pious family, and so was Dhritarashtra. And, uh, you know, the Supreme Personality of Godhead was there at the time. So, obviously, uh, Dhritarashtra and all of them were not ordinary souls. They're very special personalities. But somehow or other, Dhritarashtra had one fault. He was blind. Not only physically blind, but also spiritually blind. And he blindly supported Duryodhan, who was envious and so on. So there was Dhritarashtra's weakness. And in the end, his weakness blocked him from fully realizing Krishna. It said when Dhritarashtra left his body, he attained uh, impersonal liberation, but he did not uh, attain Krishna. He became dira. He became undisturbed by the modes of material nature, but he didn't get Krishna Prem. So... Although Dhritarashtra took a, took a good birth and had all the good opportunities, he spoiled it by his blindness, his spiritual blindness. And in the end, it said, although he was with the, with the Pandavas, in the end, he missed out on the whole, uh, yeah. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Thank you also. Hare Krishna. Okay, we have used up the time, dear devotees. It's quarter to five, and what can we do? So we'll meet you again in our next events. Different things will be streamed online, and otherwise we will be uh, yeah, here next week at the same time. I'll be in the same place, Krishna, <laughs> Krishna willing, in the same chair. <laughs> and, uh, and I hope to see you again in the same box. That will be very nice. <laughs> and let's do this week after week, uh, because simply by these things, we can uh, just forget all about the bondage of material existence. All right, Hare Krishna, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Recording stopped. Yeah, uh, that, yeah I, I don't know.